We've got Caleb Silver, the editor-in-chief at Invest Investopedia, and George Mihalos, a senior analyst at Cowan. Thanks for joining the show today, guys. George, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, we've seen the disruptors in the fintech space spike higher over the last couple years as adoptions ramp ramped up. But uh, growth in this sector continues to expand, but do you feel that this is going to continue or we're starting to get towards uh, the saturation point here? Yeah, I, I, I think globally speaking, there's still plenty of growth uh, uh, to go, both in terms of some of these newer entrants that I think you referenced, Tom, some of the uh, uh, the more digitally enabled players, but also even for some of the, you know, I'm, I'm going to use the moniker of legacy, the more traditional guys that are out there. Uh, I think what's being missed is that simultaneously, both of these sort of, um, uh, you know, different constituencies within payments uh, can continue to grow. And I think when you're looking at a lot of these sort of upstarts, the digital enablers of the world, uh, you know, 20% plus growth rate, somewhat higher than that for the likes of Square are certainly still on the table. Uh, but if we're looking at some of the more, I guess what I'd call traditional guys, whether it's, uh, um, you know, the legacy processors of FIS, Global and, uh, and Fiserv, uh, those entities themselves, I don't see them uh, posting post-pandemic rates of growth that are gonna be lower than what they were doing pre-pandemic. And I think there's a little bit of a, uh, a disconnect in the market in that regard. Yeah, and I think, uh, Caleb, if you look at this, uh, the divergence that we've seen maybe in some of the stock prices between those legacy players like MasterCard and Visa and some of the new uh, disruptors in the space, the modern, uh, the modern names, uh, which ones are you looking at here, uh, you know, for, uh, you know, maybe growth on top of what they've already done as they expand their footprint? Yeah, no question. We're living in the land of the giants, though. George alluded to it. But just think of some of these numbers. Visa, traditional play. It's a processor. Let's not be let's not be uh, kid ourselves about it. Mastercard, three hundred forty-five billion dollar company. PayPal, three hundred thirty-seven billion dollars. We haven't even talked about Stripe, which is private, valued at about ninety billion dollars. Probably the highest valuation in Silicon Valley right now. So these are big players, and they have room to grow in this space. You wonder why PayPal now wants to maybe consider starting a brokerage. These big players want to around the entire ecosystem. Yes, we have upstarts like the Fidelity Information Services, the Fiserv's, the global payments and the green dots of the world. They're gonna have a lot of work cut out for them if they wanna catch up because Apple, Amazon, Google, they control these ecosystems. And then there's PayPal, which is massive as well. It's gonna be a big challenge. I wouldn't be surprised to see some of these smaller competitors getting scooped up and bought out. Yeah, and George, if you look at this space, and it's not only payments, right? It's, uh, the, it's a wide swath of what they're getting themselves into uh, as they disrupt different industries. Uh, maybe it's going to be insurance as, an, as the next arm uh, or, uh, you know, same day or uh, buy now, pay later. We've already seen that with a firm and afterpay and such. Which areas in this uh, uh, sector do you feel has the best growth opportunity moving forward? Is it the squares and PayPal's or is it some of those offshoots? Yeah, I think I think those next gen names that you highlighted around Square and PayPal, they're, they're going to continue to have outsized rates of growth. And I think what you're seeing, what you're alluding to, with all these different functionalities that are being sort of layered in uh, to what were you know core capabilities around payments and P2P and the like, you're seeing the development of these sort of super apps. I like to call it sort of the the Swiss Army uh, uh, digital wallet, if you will. And I think the idea behind that. Uh, is more around continuing to expand consumer engagement. How can I get you to do more 
uh, with my solution uh, beyond just again what 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 I would have considered uh, you know a couple of years ago P2P and payments being sort of the core of what they're doing. So those those trends are going to continue. You're going to see more of that uh, going forward. I don't think there's going to be any change. I think you'll continue to see consolidation and more and more of these solutions being added to the digital wallets as they you know in many cases certainly in the case of Square uh, sort of become uh, you know de facto, uh, de facto bank accounts uh, for uh, for many of these users. Uh, and Caleb, if you look at this segment uh, as the expansion and footprint, uh, you know, widens out here, uh, maybe M&A activity takes place like you mentioned, but does this start to hurt the margins of this business and, uh, you know, the, the potential for it? Potentially, but if you look at so there's sort of who these big processors are, Apple's already controlling about 10% of online payments, so it's not hurting their margins at all. This is only improving it. And to George's point, they want to control the ecosystem. They want to be the Swiss Army knives. I think a lot of young people don't even have traditional bank accounts. They just rely on the PayPal's and demos of the world to, to do their transactions. But then you got to look globally at what's going on. This is a global market of payment processing transactions. So obviously, Apple Pay, Amazon, Google Pay, we all know about them, but phone pay. Uh, Mercado Libre, the big e-commerce player in Latin America, also offering payment transaction solutions as well. Alipay, owned by Alibaba, that's massive. Uh, Mir in Russia, and then the State Bank of India. So there's plenty of margin growth out there around the world, but you're gonna see the big dominant players probably control this as they controlled all the, all the other ecosystems that they participate in. I think margins for the smaller players are gonna be harder and harder to come by, which is why you see them diverging into other services because they're looking for areas where they can attach some growth and get those multiples, but it's going to be hard to catch up to the Giants. And to that point, uh, George, if you look at this, uh, you know, crypto trading, uh, you know, big portion of what the, the revenue generation from some of these startups, maybe that's why they've been outperforming. But as that becomes maybe more widespread, uh, do you believe that uh, maybe that's not a growth area for maybe some of these names like Square and PayPal? Uh, no, quite quite the contrary. I think uh, I think areas like crypto, and I think even to some extent, when you see some of these deals that even a Visa and a Mastercard have with the likes of Circle uh, and other other sort of uh, uh, stablecoin providers, uh, I think they very very much will play a role uh, within that ecosystem. And if you look at what PayPal is basically trying to do, it's facilitating payments, albeit via conversion to fiat. Uh, with with crypto, so I, I very much think they're going to continue to be engaged. Square probably is a bit more of a wider strike zone. Right? They, they, they certainly were there earlier, uh, enabling Bitcoin and the like purchases. They're more focused specifically on Bitcoin uh, than I think some of the other uh, 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 cryptocurrencies or blockchain methodologies that are out there. But uh, I definitely think that that's going to be another area uh, where all these new entrants on the digital side and 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 again even even the networks uh, are going to be looking to play a role. Yeah, and uh, Caleb, just real quick, if you can give me one name that you're focused on the most, maybe in this uh, spaces uh, for growth name. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at Stripe. I can't wait for Stripe to file to go public. I think that's going to be a massive IPO. Um, I think they're going to have a lot of big players surrounding them as they go public and maybe wanting to acquire them or partner with them. I'm keeping an eye on Stripe, private company right now, but watch for it to maybe IPO this year or next. All right. Great discussion here, guys. Appreciate it very much. That's Caleb Silver, the editor-in-chief at Investopedia, and George Mihalos, a senior analyst at Cowen.